This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So hello, welcome to a special edition of Rob, Ryan, Red, the Wrexham podcast brought to you in association with Red 10 People Development. And you join us for an emergency podcast today on Monday morning. The the shock news that Ben Foster has re-retired from professional football. Of course, he had his incredible heroic eight-game cameo for Wrexham last season. That save against Notts County, that clean sheet against Barnet, two crucial performances that helped earn Wrexham a return to the Football League. There was a lot of debate whether he would sign a new one-year deal. He did so. He did so on his own terms. He had his own delay in pre-season, a family holiday. He returned late as well in pre-season. We know he had his own training schedule where he trained one day less a week than the other Wrexham players. And I guess maybe the reality hit home across what was going to be a grueling campaign, Nath. Only a few games into the new EFL season, Wrexham conceded by far the most amount of goals in the division. Ben Foster himself, as we will get to in a second, will play his clip of him retiring at his announcement of, of the decision. Just not saving a shot you'd expect him to. Maybe it was a reality check that the Wrexham have been having in general, the, the increase in quality from National League from League Two, sorry, compared to the National League has been a bit of a culture shock for the entire club. And yeah, Ben Foster has decided that four league games into the new campaign, he will not be with Wrexham for all of it. And yeah, do you want to get your snap reaction to it? I mean, shocked, surprised, but probably the right decision. I'm yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm both of those things. You could, we, nobody really saw him hanging up his hanging up his gloves on on Monday morning, did we? We've got to be realistic. I said in the summer, you know, I got a, a little bit of blowback, a little bit of criticism when he first signed. You know, I was skeptical of the move then. Um, in the summer, you know, and and you have to say he delivered. I think he proved me and a few others wrong in that first spell but really when it got to the summer you needed heads to be ruling hearts and I don't think that happened I think people got swept up himself included in the promotion sentiment do you think yeah I think so I think so and and 
the reason I wanted him to leave in the summer was go out on the highest of highs. There would be no, there would be no higher high than than taking Wrexham back to the promised land, back to the football league. You know, kind of um, quit while you're ahead. Quit, so we should quit while you're ahead, but also, maybe, yeah. but also, <laughs> but also, you know, no vlogs in in the EFL. Like none of that. It didn't seem to just be marrying up. It was eight games where you could film the games. You could get all, you get both sides out of it. Now it's forty six games. You've conceded what is it? Twelve goals in three home games. I mean, it's rough. But you know what? Credit to him as well, Rich. I, I've got a lot of time for Ben Foster. You know deciding that he's not just going to go and sit on the bench and take his wage or whatever that wage is, you know, until January. Could easily have done that. Could easily just sort of said, I'll come in two days a week and I'll train a bit and I'll help the other lads out and I'll just sit on the bench and take my pay packet. But he's not. He's gone, I'm going to get out now. I'm going to retire. I'm going to focus on things that I'm in control of and I'll let the club move on. You know, it's a, it's been a short but sweet chapter. Just a shame that it's ended like this when it could have ended very differently in the summer. Yeah. Uh, Shall we play the video then? Yeah. Ben Foster's announcement video that he posted on Monday morning uh, about 11am, wasn't it, when the statement came out? Let me see if I can play this. Hello, Wrexham fans. It's Ben Foster here. Uh, I just wanted to let you all know that I've decided to um, retire from professional football. Yeah, I know, again, but... um, I think the timing's right. I feel um, sometimes you've just got to be honest with yourself, brutally honest with yourself, and just admit that you can't really do what you used to do. And it's a shame, but I think being 40 years old, it's kind of expected as well. Um, I feel like there's probably been about four or five goals already this season that I should be saving. You know, it's weird because goals are going in and I'm thinking, you should have saved that. Why haven't? How haven't you saved that? And I think that's the reason why I'm retiring. I know I just... I just know I can't do what I used to do. And it, like I say, it's a shame, but that's the way it goes. It comes to us all. There's no there's no shame in admitting that. But I do want to say a massive thank you to every single one of you fans, every one of my teammates, the owners, the, the coaching staff, the manager. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honour. Um, we'll always have that 96-minute Notts County penalty save. That will live long in my memories. Genuinely, one of my top three. And then it, oh, and then it, and then it cuts off for in there. Um, at the end of that clip, I'm not sure if he realised he only had 60 seconds to say it, but Rich, a lot of dignity. I, I, I've got a lot of respect for Ben Foster for that for that statement. And holding your hands up and saying, you know what, I I'm not making saves I should have made. I'm not making saves I yeah. should have made. You know, uh, and we saw that to a degree last season, didn't we? We saw the Halifax game where you know if that's when the wheels could have come off. Obviously, there's the act of incredible redemption of the Notts County game and that penalty save and the dying seconds. If you look at it, then he played 12 games during his time, 12 competitive games since being back at Wrexham. He got a clean sheet on his debut in a 3-0 win over York, which was very comfortable. 5-1 win over Oldham. That was the header just before half time. Not much you could do about that. You know, could have been a no clean sheet that day. Halifax, which was, we used to say that was his worst moment, but I think he's had worse moments since then. Uh, the Notts County game in just his fourth match, that penalty save. He's a Wrexham legend for that. Just as important, though, a week later, Wrexham, with 10 men away at Barnet, he makes great saves. He he commands his backline superbly. Wrexham hold on to get a nil-nil draw, which in the end is is crucial in the promotion campaign. He plays in goal, 3-1. Borenwood concedes after, what is it, 12 seconds or something ridiculous. We right, go 1-0 behind right. on what was meant to be, what we, what did turn out to be coronation day for us. A week later, Torquay away, one all. That goal was offside as well. So, you know, he could easily have had sort of five clean sheets in, in those 12 games. He only got three in the end. 
And then the new season starts. MK Don's at home. Real concerns. What I'd like to say, though, Nath, if you look at this season's results, we lose 5-3 at home to MK Don's, draw one all away at Wimbledon, he saves a penalty, 4-2 win over Walsall, 5-all draw with Swindon at the weekend. When you can see lots of goals, it's very easy just to blame it all on the goalkeeper. This week, I'm sure we'll get into this in our, on our more extensive podcast later in the week on Thursday, that'll be with you on all platforms. It's not just Ben Foster at fault. The defence haven't been good enough. No They've idea. had very little protection from midfield as well. And you could even say that the first line of defence is your attack. So it was a full team contribution of why you concede goals. It is not just down to the goalkeeper or the centre-backs. There's a lot of factors, a lot of key cogs. But ultimately, as Ben Enob acknowledged himself in that video, there's shots he should be saving and any League 2 goalkeeper should be saving. And I know you've got some stats there as well, which which back it up, really. Yeah, I mean, it, we've got a very small sample size, but if you go with four games, which most of these keepers in the league have played, you know, look at... Jake Turner currently at Gillingham, best performing goalkeeper in the league. No surprise, they're right high up in the league. But if you look at it, Ben Foster, of keepers that have played more than two games, more than three games, I mean, there's only one keeper that's performed worse than Ben Foster and they've played one game, which is Sam Slocum. So you sort of have to rule him out of it. Ben Foster, four games, 360 minutes, has had has faced 19 shots on target, Rich, and has conceded 13 of them. Um, he's got a save percentage of 36 0.8%, not got a clean sheet, um, 19 shots on target, 13 goals conceded. As you said, mitigation, some of those are, I mean, the gifts, you know, that, that he's not going to save them, some of them he's, he's not going to save. Others, I mean, I, I think that in particular, he looks at that third one, is it for, I think that was the, th- it was the third one and the fifth one against Swindon, I think he'll be really disappointed by I think they're probably the ones they that are sticking straight in. through. Yeah. Well, the, thir- the, the third, the third one's in front of the tech end where he's full stretch, and I think it's some distance out, and he thinks he should be saving. That's a great finish from the lad, but I think that's probably one that sticks in there, thinking, "Yeah, I normally would get that, and I can't now, and I can't move my feet as I used to." And is it, look, Ben Foster's had an incredible career. In most saves in the Premier League, is it? I think he's. I think that's right. Most saves in the Premier League, he's had an impeccable career. But there just would have been something about going out on top and taking complete control over it, over the narrative. Nobody will remember this. In, I, I don't think, Rich, I know we've said it's a sorry. Well, I, I don't think point. people will, yeah. in, in, in the grand scheme of things, will remember this three or four games at the start of the season. Well, I think that's a very important point you make there. I think Wrexham fans will only remember him for LDV Vans Trophy final win and getting it promoted. And that He's penalty. a Wrexham club great for that. You know, that penalty yeah, save. Yeah, the penalty save. You know, that is one of the greatest ever Wrexham moments. It just it just is, because we've said before on the podcast, the only thing better than scoring a last-minute winner is saving a last-minute penalty to deny it from someone else, because the odds are so... You, you conceded the fact with, with, that we're going to draw that game, and it's dropped points, and that's the title gone, that's our hopes gone, maybe promotion. You, it, we've all gone through that in our head at that moment, that, oh, he's just got to score. Of course he's got to score. How have Wrexham thrown it away again? And then Ben Foster makes that save. It's not just a penalty save. It's an incredible penalty save. And he gets the ball away as well for the corner. We nearly can see from the corner. Who cares? We go on to win that game and we get promoted. And Wrexham fans will always be indebted to Ben Foster. He will be a club great and he'll be welcome back any time. And we will sing Super Ben Foster in goal, I'm sure, next time we're at the Kaivars because he deserves that. And he took such a big risk anyway coming out of retirement to help get us over the line. He didn't need to do that, but he did it. And yes, he might look at these four games and be like, 
oh, it's embarrassing. It's a 40-year-old man who, who's just not up to it. But it, it isn't that. It's, it's a, I think it's a sorry end from the external sort of media because he'll get loads of crap now and people throwing stuff at him and acting like he was never good enough. But without him, we don't get promoted, I don't think, to, to lead to. Certainly not as champions. You know, then you've got the lottery of the playoffs. So I as well say, thank you, Ben Foster. I, away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Guess the big question, Dave. What do we do next? Well, look, the the 22-man squad rule does not include goalkeepers. So <laughs> to see us stockpiling on goalkeepers, we do have, well, we had five as of... Uh, ten fifty nine a.m. We had ten. We had five goalkeepers. As of eleven a.m., we had four. But we were left with now, Rich, Mark Howard, who's the only keeper to have played this season outside of Ben Foster. Played in that game, Carabao Cup against Wigan, where we won on penalties. Mark Howard, Rob Lainton, who is supposedly injured and not fully fit, not fit to play, and has you know suffered with a lot of injuries over recent years. Luke McNicholas. On loan from Sligo Rovers. Looks like that loan could be made permanent in January for 100,000. And what's it? Uh, Luke Hall? Lewis Hall? Something like that. Um, I think it's Luke Hall um, from Bradford Park Avenue, 18 year old. That is the goalkeepers on the books. We said in the summer go out and sign an in their prime goalkeeper. Go out and sign Harry Lewis at Bradford or go out and sign. Turner at Gillingham or go out and sign somebody like that. They didn't do that. The window's Liam still open. Hall, to... by the way, mate. Liam Hall. There you go. Sorry, my apologies to Liam Hall from Bradford Park Avenue. But, you know, you have to be realistic, Rich. It's got to be Mark Howard in now. Are they going to go and get a, a new number one in? Um, is is Luke McNicholas going to be that going to be that player? Is he going to be the one they throw in there? It's, it's likely to be Howard. Rob Lainton, I think, would be most people's choice, but he isn't fit we're led to believe it's a, it's a funny one and it's and and rich you have to say it's been a problem position for Wrexham for for some time now for, for for quite a while that just keeping goalkeepers fit or other mitigating circumstances yeah it's a real difficult one but i think like you said that we did a podcast earlier in the summer i think literally there's the video of it on youtube of when ben, ben foster resigned and we both said that look Playing over 46 games, completing them into eight games. And we both, like you said there, wanted someone who can be part of this journey. Because in an alternative universe where Ben Foster keeps four clean sheets in his poor first, first four games, Wrexham go and win League Two this season. If that world had existed, it still could exist, we could get promoted, but not with Ben Foster. If that world existed, next summer you still need a goalkeeper anyway. So I don't get why, you, why we delayed that decision for another year and we're happy to. I just think that 
the whole project Wrexham are building, and it's been the same with all other areas of the pitch, has been buying players now who you can nurture, who you can develop, who are future-proofed, so that when you do get promoted, they are ready-made for that league, and you don't have to go out and recruit again. And I just think goalkeeper was such a, a position that we had to had to do it in. And yes, we have bought some young goalkeepers, as, as you mentioned there, Nathan. It remains to be seen if they'll be good enough, because anyone else who's who knows Wrexham is will know that we had the likes of Roy Watson, we had Kai Calderbank Park. We've had these goalkeepers in reserve who we thought, okay, maybe eventually they, they could get developed into a starter or whatever, but they're not here anymore. And these youngsters who we've got in the on the periphery now, there's no actual guarantee they'll be good enough, and there's still a real enigma about how how good they really are. And I think that at the moment, you know. Gone are the days where Wrexham have to scout locally or, or get players just based in the Northwest. We can get anyone from anywhere in the world now. You know, the EFL rules state you can have these overseas players. We've got the pulling power. We've got the resources to to make a statement signing. We've done so in the past. We've got James McLean in here this season. Why can't we go out and buy one of the best goalkeepers from the Championship or League One? Why can't we? Especially with Ben Foster gone now, there is... I know it's really unfair on Mark Howard because I think he's... He's been done a lot of disservice during his time at Wrexham. But ultimately, you can go out and get a lot of players now. And with Ben Foster gone, you can guarantee them playing time as well. So I think that for me, crucially, in this last week or so of the transfer window, Wrexham do need to go out and try and make a statement signing in goal to give everyone a lift again. You, you Look, you've got an opportunity now. Ben Foster has given you that opportunity. And I think that, like I say, I'll repeat myself, a great deal of respect for that because, like I said, he could have... Played on, played on, you know, just sat there, passed the window, and then we, we would have been, for want of a better phrase, we would have been in in real trouble then because if he had decided this in a month's time, you know, we'd have been left with what we have. We don't know yet. Maybe McNicholas will play in that Newcastle under-21 game in the EFL Trophy. Maybe he plays in the Carabao now. I don't know if Mark Howard's going to play in the league. Um, lots up in the air at the minute. Rob Lainton could come back and he could go in as number one and could be like, you know, pre-takeover really. Um, lots of in the air, but you've got an opportunity now. And I think while there's all this talk of needing another centre forward, and we did we did the striker debate the other week, didn't we? About what do you do with Bickerstaff? And we'll get into all of that and more in our main podcast this week. But on the goalkeeper front, you've got an opportunity, and I feel like you have to take it. I feel like of all the moves they could make between now and the end of the window, if you land a, a number one caliber in their prime, League One keeper. I, I think we. I think the thing we've done all summer is aim really high, and it and it's led to a lot of knockbacks in players that we want. How high do you think Wrexham could aim? I've heard Danny Ward for choice at Leicester. Yeah, I, I, Was I, it Wrexham early in his career? David De Gea free contract. Yeah. No one signed if him. David De, if David De Gea signs for Wrexham, I don't know what we'd we'd run out of things to say. Um, well, he was money at its highest earner, so just, I, I, I would just maybe too, I, uh, I would just I, I also would say on the Danny Ward thing, great goalkeeper, but we we're allowed to sign keepers that don't have a link to Wrexham. They don't all need to be. You know, everyone wants Chris and Maxwell and Danny Ward point, and all I mean, that. I think, you know, Danny Ward's Wales number one. I know, you know he's I, third choice at Leicester, know, but playing the Premier League. I think he's an exception, but I know what you mean in terms of sentiment. Whenever Wrexham are in the market for a player, it's very easy to say this guy used to play for us. Brad Walker's there, or. Chris Maxwell, I know, would be another popular chosen goal, wouldn't he? Because of his heroics in the past, part of the team that won the FA Trophy, Jocelyn Miebe, give him a call, see what he was up to. But yeah, I, I do think that's the, maybe the danger, isn't it, Nick? That a certain section of the Wrexham support base, understandably, because I'm one of them myself, can get a bit fixated on, on, on former players. 
And yeah, I suppose it's going to be a case of, of watch this space and, and, and see what Wrexham do respond with. If they even do, go for a goalkeeper because there's no guarantee right now that they will. But as we've said earlier as well, we know for a fact this summer, I was told by a recruitment source that Wrexham wanted left wing back, which they've got in McLean, left centre back, which they've got in Boyle. They were in the market as well for a centre mid and a striker. But that was on the proviso that Foster was staying as well. That was sort of a, an unnamed position because they knew Ben Foster was going to sign a new deal. So Wrexham obviously did want a goalkeeper this summer because they went and got Ben Foster. So now that he's gone, surely they are they are down. And you mentioned those youngsters that Wrexham signed. Those were deals that were done before Ben Foster had announced his retirement. So they weren't here to sort of be developed and then succeed Ben Foster because the plan was to keep him for the full year. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this one develops. But Well, Rich, I was going to say, I'll leave you with this. This is the words of Ryan Reynolds um, reacting to, you know, we know that he was one of... Um, ben Foster's biggest fans. You saw him at the end after you know getting Ben Foster's shirt. Demanded it in the press conference room. Said, "Fozzy, I want your shirt." You know that he was on the pitch with Les Reed during the promotion um, celebrations and saying, "You know, give us one more year. Let's run it back." You know, really wanted him to stay. And Ryan Reynolds has tweeted, uh, "He built memories I'll never let go of for as long as I live. I love this guy. Thank you for everything, Ben." Um, yeah, I think that's that's the sentiment of. A lot of Wrexham fans, when the dust settles, you know, we'll always have that penalty save. We'll always have the promotion. We'll always have those eight games at the back end of the season. We'll always have chest cam and all that uh, YouTube content as well. Um, but let us know what you think. Let us know in the comments or on Twitter at Rob Ryan Red um, what you think should happen now. Should Wrexham stick pat and, and chuck one of these youngsters in, go with Mark Howard, try and hold out and wait for Rob Lainson, or do they go out and make a splash in the market for a goalkeeper. And if you've got any tributes uh, to Ben Foster or your favourite Ben Foster memory, I'm sure we can think of a couple of them. Um, let us know in the comments, because Rich, I think I think that's it for this uh, for this mini emergency little podcast, no? I think it is. So yeah, all it leaves us to say is thank you, Nay, for joining us on Rob Brown Red. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Red 10 People Development for sponsoring the podcast. But mainly, thank you to Ben Foster. Without you, Wrexham probably wouldn't be in the Football League right now. And still, even though you might be gone, it's Super Burn Foster in goal. Maybe to play us out this week on the podcast. Take care, and we'll see you again next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got butt for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.